You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Ricari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. That's right. We're already talking about next year. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. As the seasons change, so do our selections. The seasonal selections from King's Coast Coffee Company are custom roast sourced and selected to pair with the changing of the seasons. We take the time to source and pair up coffees that reflect the current season and are roasted to highlight tasting notes that pair with the season on hand. Here for a while, then making way into the next, this is a great roast to try on its own or make any coffee subscriber happy. Welcome in to episode 19 of Coffee and Show. I'm No Sleeves, he's Kesso, and we are here to break down the week that was in Shell, Hockey Ultimate Team, and all of that. And like we do every single week, we start with my man Kesso's week. How are you doing and what happened in real life? Uh, Doing really well, dude. Uh, The wife and I went out to dinner on Friday. We saw the new Jackass, uh, Jackass Forever, man. 20 years later, they're still, dude, they're crushing it, okay? They're okay, like good. they're like me and Chell. It's like twenty years later. You know he shouldn't be this good. Why is he this good? <laughs> um, but no, the movie was hilarious. Um, we I so my wife had never like gone to see one. I think she's seen like bits and pieces. I didn't know how she would feel about it because there's a lot of dicks. It's a lot the, of dicks. It's yeah. a lot of dicks, right? And it's just like kind of gross. She was laughing as much as I was. So it was okay, like good. it was a great time. There you go. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, but the bigger thing. I had not found a single thing in the past that you and I connected on, on like a personal <laughs> level for like enjoyment besides NHL. Then I see this tweet that you have about the book of Boba, Boba Fett, right? Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you about that first and foremost. So Padre, if you're listening, mute this for the next like five <laughs> minutes or whatever, because it's lightsaber talk and Spoiler all that. Spoiler alerts. We have to, if you have yeah. not watched Boba Fett, because, okay, I I mean, these are all Star Wars pops, so I don't know how you didn't figure this one out, but I'm a, a I can't hard see st- that. Like, it's true. so small on my screen fair enough i'm a diehard star wars fan i did not know that Kesso partaked in being a nerd with me other than just uh the nhl video game but if you've not seen both book of Boba fett yet i have been uh bugged to go see it by my viewers or to watch it so yesterday i started watching it and episode five and six is like what was trending on on twitter and i was like all right so i'm watching it and i don't really understand why and then i now i fully understand why so if you haven't seen it spoiler alert what time is it? we're at 250 skip to like 10 minutes uh and and yeah because we got to spend some time on this all right so all right let me give you my takes on episode five and six and and just first of all the fact that uh, can we say that this is probably the best star wars i don't want to say content because it's not like it's like youtube videos like best star wars film or television then probably maybe of all of it mandalorian in this is the best star wars stuff that's ever been made besides episode five and it, i think it's because it, like the original star wars because it's so dated and it, mm-hmm. it's amazing what they did like even if you watch it now it's like this was in the 70s um you know because it was so advanced for his time and then even like the new movies and the the one two and three trilogy it's like there's like this like hint of um comedy or like uh you know it's not real cheesiness to it yeah cheesiness to it 
There is none of that because Mandalorian and Boba Fett is made to be like a Western, and mm-hmm. which is funny because episode six, but like it is made out to be like a Western and it's very serious and it it takes away that like familyness of Star Wars. There's no like funny rolly droids that like, you know, it's clearly for the kids or Jar Jar yeah. Banks or any well, of that I, nonsense. Baby Yoda was pretty okay. cute. Okay, I mean, know, Baby, Yoda Baby Yoda was just was a reason cute, yeah. for, for Disney to print, uh, print money. Yeah. So... I'm watching it, and I am not a fan. Like I said, I've grown up as a Star Wars diehard fan. Um, I've read every Disney novel that has come out that is wow. canon. Yeah, that, I have them all over it, here. That helps with the tie into the movies too, right? It, 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 the stuff that the canon novels does is it makes it so when you're watching a movie and it's like an extra or someone that's not really important, you're like, holy smokes, I know all about this. Okay. For example, there's like a pilot that's in 789, and there's literally a whole novel about his backstory. And you don't need to know it, but it just gives the world much more immersion. And it sucks because, like, Lucas, while there's a lot of things Disney did that tanked the Star Wars franchise, um, Lucas was just lazy. A lot like the guy who wrote Game of Thrones. You know, his ideas were so good, but he's just very lazy. Yeah. And um, I think that because Disney is just trying to and they just print money with Star Wars, the novels themselves were written so well by Star Wars fans um, and just great authors that it made those moments a lot better. And there was a million of them in five and six. So I think that five and six did more to advance the the plot after Return of the Jedi than episode seven, eight, nine, because I hated seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Um, the the switching of directors, I think, really did damage um, because I remember there was a big deal with the director of number eight hating what happened in number seven. And that is why you see like a lot of like love, love interests, not really, you know, done anything. There's like very little Jedi stuff. And then episode nine is kind of salvageable. It, may, it really completes things. I'm getting angry you, hearing you say that. Do you agree angry. or disagree? So seven, episode seven, I don't mind. It's complete. I don't mind. It's, it's fan service of, to the fans. Um, yes, though. but yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Okay. Episode eight. There's that whole Finn plot where they go it's, in the, the. Yeah, and it's only awful, there to introduce. Yep. Awful. Awful. Yep. Okay. Then then Snoke gets killed off. He's mm-hmm. introduced. There's no story about him. And then nine, it's like they got to the point where they bring J.J. Abrams, the director, back. Exactly. And they're yeah. like, how do we salvage this? And then it's like, oh, exactly. Palpatine's back. Yep. And it's just introduced in the opening, like, scrawl or whatever of, of the movie. And that's that's terrible, too. So, like, seven I could deal with. Eight and nine I wasn't a fan of. Yeah, and um, I, I agree. It was the switching the directors because yeah. I, I don't remember who did eight off the top of my head, but I know that he had Ryan a, a Johnson, ton, I believe. Yeah, he had a ton of things that he did not like what Abrams did. Yeah, I think that seven was so much like four that it just was like eh, kind of. And um, but I, I do enjoy it because it was like, you know, it's been 40 years or however many years since episode three or episode um, six that like. I was okay. You know, mm-hmm. it did everything that I wanted it to do and introduced new characters. But but what um, Boba Fett of five and six, like, dude, when when uh, Mando goes back and he, it's the school that, like, Luke that's is awesome. building, I yeah. was like, oh, okay, because that's barely, you know what I mean? Like, that is that is huge for what happens in seven, eight, and not for Kylo Ren, all of it, right? Because that's exactly. the school that tears down yeah. and, and all of that. I just thought that that was just so well done. There was, there was so much of that. And, dude, do you think that baby Yoda is literally Yoda's? Okay, so when he does that, like flashback, right? Yeah, and he and he's his on flashback Order is Order sixty six in in the temple on Coruscant. I'm like, yeah. oh my god! So he is in the temple 
where Yoda, like, obviously, he, him, the leader of the, of the council, it's like that, like, it's like, rough. okay, all right. I don't know. I thought that that was amazing, and I just I love it. I love it. So it's a great show. Uh, there's yep. a little bit of sadness in it for me because I know no matter what, it leads to like episode eight and nine, um, and it's yeah. like. Uh, but as long as all that's in between, I can enjoy. I'm assuming that the technology they're using for Luke. Oh uh, my god! Phenomenal. Dude, like I, I noticed, they don't they don't show his dialogue too much and his mouth moving. But outside no. of that, it looks like him from yeah, like 1980. It's incredible. And it's crazy. So I'm hoping we see more of it. I'm hoping we see everybody, you know? I mean, dude, like the, the whole the whole like again and like the whole Boba Fett storyline where it becomes like a sand or, a, you know, one of the sand people. And then like it, him showing like, you know, what happens at Jabba's palace after like it's just incredible. Like it, it is <laughs> I'm much more interested in what happened directly after episode six, like on Tatooine, than I am at any of the shit that happens in seven, eight, nine. And, you yeah. know, like. It just I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I can't wait for the next episodes, and I, I don't even know. Oh, dude, the, using the Naboo Starfighter. Oh, that, oh cool my god! That? Like, dude, oh, that, yeah. that that movie is so bad, and you know, like we can admit that, like it is just awful. But that was cool. Like that was like oh, okay. And dude, it's like a char- it's like a supercharged car. That, yeah, they're tying everything together so well, even from the shittiest parts of the Star Wars series. And that doesn't happen in any of the other Star Wars, like, films and all of that. Like, it was just really, really well done. And, like, dude, when I, 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 it's been a while since I've watched Mando, but Fennec, when she's, like, almost killed on Tatooine in Mandalorian, mm-hmm. is that, like, at the exact same time with Boba Fett when he, like, saves her? I don't know. I, it had been so long. Know. It had been I, so long since I've seen Mandalorian, but I'm almost. I don't positive. like rewatching shows. Like, yeah. you, like usually it takes me years, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I'll rewatch Breaking Bad in five years, and it ended like yeah. ten years ago. So yeah. I don't. I don't have an answer for you there. I'm almost positive, and if that if that's the case, like, dude, it just meshes so well. Yep. Um. But yeah, I'm excited for the next week episode. So okay, sorry guys. Oh, ten minutes perfectly. Uh, we're back to we, hockey <laughs> ultimate team. That's our <laughs> Star right, Wars. We, if you want to hear us talk more about random stuff like this, well, please let us know in the comments. We have to do it in the summer, man. You know that. I know, dude. There's that nothing might be going a great on. Summer thing because we have nothing planned, good. right? So we have guests. Maybe me and you watch a show or something. Yeah, dude, that would be pretty have, fun, dude. We can always do a book club. You know, we can be a sixty year old woman and doing a book club. I'm all I'm all for that. All right, yeah. fair enough. All right, you're gonna all lead right. the topics today. So what do we got? So we we had a new event, right? We had the oh, uh, rank, we gotta rank of, our master sets. We have to rank our master sets, and I feel like yeah. you and I are gonna be spot on with this. Uh, I hope. Okay. okay. So uh, my video's go done again, so my video I can't. I don't lie. watch your videos, so yeah. that's perfect. Rude, first <laughs> yeah. rude. So yeah. is that? Um, so we're gonna rank our master sets, right? And I actually put a little bit of effort. I was really excited to do this episode because there's a lot that happened. Yeah. Um, in this week. So ranking the master sets, right? We have five of them, I believe, right? Five mm-hmm. master set players. Number five. Can we can we agree all bangers? All really good, yeah. All really okay. good players. Fair enough. Okay, um, go ahead. Okay. Uh I have to put Leonard there because there's so many goalies with gold post to post now. Dude, the last four events, if you made one of the goalies, it's like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. But I I I'll admit this. They know what is the meta for goaltenders now clearly and um they are making it where making the goaltender is like a viable option which i'm okay with you know like leonard yeah. on paper should be the best but he's not enough of an improvement over price hellebuck renee who have all just happened yeah so i agree with I, you. I had i had, I had leonard at five uh number four i have hosa bang same 
Uh, awesome. I awesome. think that's because of our number one. That's the reason why he's number four for me. Yeah, probably, okay. right? Yep. Uh, three and two are probably interchangeable, but I had three as Lindell. Yep. <laughs> Let's ah, go. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> three for three. Number two, if I said it was interchangeable, I have Holzer. Yep. Okay. Bang, let's go. We actually got it all done. All right. <laughs> Number one, I have Larkin. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so yeah, let me ask you this. I think Larkin is a must-make. I don't agree. Okay. Like, I don't talk agree. To me about why. Yeah, a lot of people were asking me, like, uh, especially as I was streaming champs this weekend and stuff, they're like, hey, who'd you make from this event? I'm not making any of them right now. So my, uh, my reasoning on the Larkin was, first off, my team's really good. Like, there's no real upgrade that he would be like he'd be slightly better than like a third liner like i have gabrick on my third line right but like my first two it's like mcdavid rantanen so like i wouldn't want him you over wouldn't them. play him at center no i wouldn't i have mccann and uh zetterberg uh you so, wouldn't play him over zetterberg you gotta explain uh, that one to it, me. it's not that i wouldn't play him over zetterberg it's that why would i spend 500 600k in collectibles For 10 coins isn't a thing Pretend coins isn't a thing. I'd probably play him over Zetterberg. Yeah, for okay. sure. Okay. Yeah, I okay. would. He's better than Zetterberg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, but my thinking is that I always build my team around the GWC, right? GWC. I was expecting an announcement this week. Um, they filmed some content, it, it looked like. I from think it will Nashers. come either I'm saying early Tuesday. this week. Yeah, I would say Tuesday this week. And if it's not this week, it'll be next week. Yeah. I'd be almost I'd be almost guaranteeing. So we'll hear about GWC. Yeah, but uh, Larkin, uh, six foot one, 97 Excel in speed. I don't know if he has any um, Acceler speed synergies. I doubt it because he's already no. like almost 99. Good mm -hmm. shot. Good abilities. I think he has what? Gold born leader. Is he have... uh, gold wheels? Gold wheels. OK, gold wheels. Uh, I think he has silver quick draw. Yep. Um, great card. I just think that in the next month or two, there's going to be so many six foot one, like 96, 97 plus speed players that the coins like if you are going the coin route or the collectible route, like there's just going to be better cards. I don't know that... if they will, man. You don't know if they I... will. OK, so if we're tracking the the the, the centermen that have the possibility of doing what you're saying so over six one so did you think yokin was a must make i had him there yeah so okay. basically am i saying the one inch with gold quick draw makes the difference between a must make and a not make that's what you're saying bro. i know i know that's what i'm saying let's I pretend you don't have if, you're okay, pointing out all the hypocrisies here of myself yeah, well yeah i'm like trying this. i'm trying okay pretend you don't have a god squad okay like if okay, i don't okay, have pretend, a god squad no, no, larkin's there if you don't have duchene yeah. And you don't have McCann, because a lot of the people don't have those two. Yeah. And they don't have you don't have Zetterberg because I, again that might be one that if you cost too much. If you don't have those three players, you would make Larkin. Larkin's pretty good. I would consider it. Yeah. You have I just to understand don't think... sleeves. I'm such like, like whenever I'm making my GWC team, I'm literally it's like six three and above, maybe six two. I guess, man. I know. And maybe it's not good. Maybe maybe I'm just uh, like just one track minded with that. I want people to hear this, that when I talk and I discredit someone who's six foot and under, that Kesso takes it to the next degree. All Look, right. Listen, Anyone I'm, listen not, to this? I'm not the best player. I know that. But uh, I do things like this to compensate for that. You guys watch mm -hmm. my streams. I'm winning 97 percent of the time. Right. I'm not Eki. I'm not Gren. I'm not Regs. I don't have that same skill level. I can build my team. Oh, we're going to really talk well. about that, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Right. I'm excited yeah. for that, too. So, OK. OK. I think Larkin is a must make it again. You hear a couple of reasons why. Um, if you've been holding on to like leaders, there was no one that you should have made. Like 
if you are holding on and you can only make an, uh, an, a master card that you can get fully upgraded, um, you know, every two or three weeks, leader shouldn't have happened. Yoke and you should have. And then uh, the reason why I think Larkin is because he can play center or he can play wing. And there is not a lot of cards that can do both very, very well. So yeah. that means that he's going to have much more lineup flexibility than opposed to Marion Hosa, who is left-handed winger. Yeah, he can't play center. So you know what I mean? Like there's that means that there's eight spots on your team that he can fit. Um, I think that Holzer is close. Oh, the other thing is the All Star cards. My God. I, I, I'm so happy that the people that sit on the auction house, because I did it, I was streaming at a little all-star game watch party. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching it, and dude, there was maybe one or two guys that were just buying every single card that scored immediately when they scored. And I could tell because they would set it for the same start price, they would have no buy now, and it would be right up right after they scored. So there was someone doing that, and I guarantee you that it make, they made very little money because at the end... No one realizes, like, everyone thinks, oh, my God, you know, other than Giroux, obviously, who won, um, you know, and I guess we'll talk about him in a second. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, no one realizes that when you buy all these cards, people are buying them not to use them. They're you, they're buying them with the thinking of, like, oh, man, they're going to be so expensive because they went up a couple goal overalls. Yeah. And then the problem is the market's flooded with them because everyone just undercuts because they have no intention of actually using them. And almost all of them, like, the 91s are, like, 60K and under. Like yeah. all of them, dude. Uh, Jack Hughes, I think, was like eighty. Like, it yeah, just, he's, like, he's a ninety-two, isn't he? He's a ninety-three, bro. He's a ninety-three. Or maybe, maybe it was a hundred and five. No, right. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like it was. It was something absurd. I just did a video on it, and I was just like, it's because man, no one, no one is gonna buy them because they're all just gonna keep dropping price, and that's it. And yeah, it happens with the World Junior event, and it happens with this event every single year. There's and, only uh, one event where these things are. It's it's that Evo event. It's man. the Evo event. Yeah, it's my favorite event. I told yeah. dude. I told everyone to sell their entire team to get Duchesne. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. So like, it's um, you know, it was an interesting event. I think Giroux was one of the most boring ones that could have won MVP. I was glad he won MVP. Here's why. I don't want the card. True. So, like, yes. Exactly. To, yes. That yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was following. Yeah. Like we were at the store or something. Um, whenever the event was going on. Or whenever the games were going on, and I had I had a tradable Pavelski. I was like, oh, maybe he has a chance because I think it was going into the final game. He had like three points, maybe. I was like, if he gets a couple goals here, he has a chance for MVP. I could sell him or something. He ended up being like a ninety-one. He's worthless yeah, now. He's worthless. But Giroux won, and I'm like, uh, he's five eleven. I think maybe uh, he's a good card, but he's not really that much better than a lot of the stuff that's it, out there. It's gonna sound insane. He legitimately cannot replace anyone on my team. I, I don't like, blame you. I yeah, wouldn't like replace it, him with uh, anything on my team. Let, let's pretend better. like size isn't like a like a massive concern. But like my so like my top like my and again if you're hot rich like I think those are the people that are going to go out from. However, he's going for less than three hundred k. And he's a ninety. He's basically a new MSP. He's a ninety five. Like yeah, like I would may I I told him in my video today if he is two hundred eighty k that is a must buy. Because there is so? no one, at, there is no one at ninety five that has ninety six speed or ninety seven speed with buzzing, yeah. that is under like four hundred k. Like that's yeah. he's Dylan Larkin only five eleven. Yeah, and it, I and Larkin's gonna go for like six seven hundred tradable. Like like you know like, so I think he does need to be bought for a lot of like this event, dude. You could buy an entire team because there's so many eighty nines. You could buy an entire team of these things. You and you be, can. And be like in the goods, but they're going for like less than 40K, less than 50K. It has. So I was thinking about this, right? Like 
if there's like a new event like this event realistically this nations of hockey should have been the mm-hmm. banger event that's like driving up prices things are still like they're cheap it's because all of those cards were 89 overall yeah. so when you yeah. inject 40 or 50 players that are all 89 overall that so while those are able to be pulled there's so many more cards that are 89 overall in the player pool that you can pull from that once they're gone the 89s are going to shoot back up like dude right now i went look they were going for under 40,000 coins at 40,000 coins that means that you can make um one of the master sets from making it all the way to 95 for 412,000 coins oh geez and i would make larkin i'd make holzer i'd make lindell and then i'd probably stop and i would just wait or even if you don't make any of the defensemen just wait like there is a, a very very good price but the second all-star is done and you can't pull these things anymore they're all going into sets people aren't using them buying them to use them for the most part yeah. and then one, they're just going to slowly die out and then the 89s are going to be hard to pull again and that's it because all yeah, it is is like we're pulling point. dude i pulled a ton of them i pulled five out of a hundred dollar pack opening i pulled five of them okay uh, i felt good i i pulled a um i had my diamond choice pack and i pulled the mm-hmm. mcdavid one and oh. I sold that thing immediately. Dude, for like I tried to tell everybody. He was going for like 220,000 coins. And that's like, because everyone thinks that it, when these events happen, everyone assumes the, the cost is always what everyone assumes he's going to do. No one takes the risk involved in it. But did so they think he was he would win the fastest skater? Is yeah, that well, why? I mean, I, I think he, he was. But even, but even if that was the case and he won the fastest skater and he was he a goes up five skating. He went from 94, 95 speed up to, oh, it'll be 94 speed up to okay. 99, which and is. Do they he- think he would just get like seven goals in the All Star game? It's Connor McDavid. Someone just assumes he's going to score a bunch. No, nobody tries in this thing. That's why I'm saying, like, okay, maybe he does, right? If he, if he, like, like play that out, if he was going for 220,000 and he won fastest skater and the MVP, he's probably like 400K. So yeah. you lost out on like 200K. And that's if everything hits right. That's it. Th- like but the dude, odds of that looked, are we, just we so We talked low. about this last yep. week or the week before when we were looking at past game MVPs. Yeah, I, I would bet my money almost all the time it's going to be a person that's like in the that bottom no third idea. of like yep. who you expect. Yep. You know, like the one yep. year was Hurdle, John yep. Scott. Like, mm-hmm. it's always just going to be like a because they know, don't care, dude. Player. The Pacific, bro. The they played the first game, dude. They looked like they just got into one the night before. Peter oh, DeBoer even said I was so hungover. They did. Like, good for them. They it's, looked it's awful. A fun time, you know. Yeah. But I think that everyone was watching, like, yo, why aren't they trying? It's like, dude, they probably just had 15 beers eight yeah. hours ago. You know what I mean? Like, so, uh, you know, I think that it was a really fun weekend for a hockey ultimate team. I think it was really good. Uh, I think the new event is amazing. Um, finally, you know, all banger cards. And we got five more coming up this Friday. But yeah, if you are looking to set yourself up, man, the 40,000 coins for those 89s, I'm buying immediately because those are just so cheap. So, yeah, I um, mean, it's not going to last much longer after tomorrow. Once they're out of packs or well, it's, this is Sunday night, once they're out of packs on Monday, that's it. GG. So, yeah. Um, what's uh, next? next thing. Yeah. So next thing we had a uh, new hot champs reward structure or new mm-hmm. player items that you can get. Right. So hot champs mm-hmm. player items like 2.0 or something. So Nick, uh, not Nicholas, Brandon introduced Brandon. this EA Hawk. Is it Brandon yeah. or Brandon? It's spelled Brandon. I think it's, I, I, I don't know. I think this is like tomato, tomato kind of thing. Okay. Like if you All say right. Brandon or Brandon, I don't think it matters. All right. All right. So um, now you can exchange your three Hot Champs collectibles for an 86 overall Hot Champs item. Uh, you can upgrade those players to 94 overall using power-up collectibles or coins. Uh, the max now is 94, but every single month uh, they'll go up plus one overall. So starting in March, the new you know they release four players. Those players can be upgraded to 95 overall. 
Um, and I really liked the player choice that they did. Um, so we had like Pierre Engvall, um, Danny you DeKaiser. Like those players or their builds? Their builds. Okay, uh, the player choice say, I don't really like... care about, right? But um, I think he did a good job on like the player builds, right? He had like a, a speedy winger. He had Cogliano. I've said, I've, I've said this before. Like he uh, he was a Div One Hut player. Like they used to grind yeah. the game, so he really understands like the meta. Yeah. So you have now you can make like I think Cogliano goes up to like ninety eight Excel, ninety six speed. Um, you have him. You had the Angvol. I made Angvol because I had like thirty or forty like Hut Champs collectibles. So I made Angvol six foot four. He has like ninety three Excel, ninety one speed, um, high shooting. And I was thinking like this guy would be perfect like third line for my GWC team. I have that locked in now. I don't have to worry about it. And then there were two like six foot three defensemen with like shutdown. Every every defenseman gets gold shutdown. Um, but it sounds like. Every single month, there's going to be a new crop of players released you can work towards throughout the month. Um, these pass sets won't go away. Um, next month, there might be more players, like maybe a couple more players. Did you have any uh, opinions on this new process? Um, no, I, I'm a little, uh, yeah, I guess I was stupid and I used my things for power collectibles. I get five every week because I just get to 11 wins. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely better than it was not needing hut champs collectibles to upgrade them um using power up collectibles we i think we're at a point now where we need alternative routes to get power up collectibles it's very hard uh, to get them it is it is it, it, it's because it's a very awkward like a, a way to do it it's like 80 to 80 overall plus cards right so like but the problem is that like 83 and above is really what you use for events 81s and 82s will never return value because they're at least a thousand and over so yeah. like you're never going to get value for them per collectible um so that, that's kind of annoying dude i'm not gonna lie let's get into this a little bit maybe um i just thought about this while you were talking i'm sick of this structure like i think x factor is really fun addition to the game right yeah. i think one of the worst things to happen to hockey ultimate team was the gold collectible system um yeah. and that was introduced to get away from the every time there's a new event you have to get new event types of collectibles which was the worst for anyone that hasn't played hockey ultimate team for more than three years uh what used to happen was a new event would come out so let's say this event there would be like these specialized well there kind of is already but the only way to make these cards was to get let's say the nations of hockey collectibles you could get them in packs, or you can get them, you know, whatever. And then you would have to make these collectibles or get these collectibles, and that's how you would make the master items. And there would be a new event collectible every single type of event. So, you know, um, there would be, like, you know, the, 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 the Halloween Rivals collectibles, all that. So they went to the gold collectible system to simplify everything, and it was not intended to take over the economy. And then slowly that's just what it did. This this was like intended where you get to upgrade your cards at your own pace, all of that. But really, it is just another collectible type system. Yeah, I am, it is. I am so over. Okay, let's pretend they removed collectibles, right? Okay. How would you want to see these cards upgraded? Uh, either through progression or coins. I I would guess, right? What do you mean by progression? Uh, score hundred goals with them. Score 200, 300 goals, right? Yeah, and I know. I listen, listen. I am not defending them by any means. I, I've said I've talked about the parallel system like an MLB um, at nauseum, and it is really right now. It is probably the thing I um, 
I've learned as a game changer over the four years that I've been a game changer that you don't want to have your opinion on multiple different subjects because it usually just gets lost because you're not really continually harping on one thing. You're more effective as a game changer when you pick a thing and you are just strong. Tugi and roster sharing would be a perfect example, right? Like that, like, you know, he had other issues and, and, you know, ideas and whatever, but like all you heard was roster sharing for like three years, right? Yeah. My thing now is like the parallel system in MLB or parallel system is upgrades or up guaranteed rewards in that, like being able to upgrade your cards. But dude, it is just the, the cost to go up one overall, you know, now that we're near the end game, I think that if you played the game all the way through, it's, it was worth it to just keep doing the upgrades. Right. But because there's no mass release and reset of of cards like there is in MLB where every four months or three months, two months, maybe there's an affinity program where there's 30 new cards that you could just play the game now, pick up the game at, and, and, and you would get cards that you could compete with and they would you'd be fine. There's none of that in NHL. So it gets very difficult to make a free to play team, start the game late and then be able to catch up or at least get close. Keep the gap close. Right. There's none of that in NHL. And. You know, I it's just I'm sick of the hundred K to up it's just very boring. Like it Oh, it sucks. I I mean Ovechkin just had an, an upgrade, right? I spent like four power up collectibles, like a hundred K realistically. I, I am okay with the highest tier being whatever the highest live series card that comes out is. So if he gets a he doesn't upgrade until there's a new prime time that gets him to a ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, etc. Like that tier doesn't unlock. There should be you have to perform with that player every time and you get xp and then it upgrades so for example you get three times the amount of xp by playing online and scoring a goal online with that player right now the first complaint would be well whoever plays the game the most is going to have a you know a godlike team how is that any different than what the system we have right now the people that can play 40 hours a week benefit by far the most because they can play enough squad battles and rivals and hut champs to get the most yeah. amount of rewards to make the most amount of collectibles to upgrade the system if you have one card you like you have much more of an attachment to it because you're like i need to score goals or get points with this player and if you don't you still get xp if you play a game online you get like you load in and your entire team will get xp because they played a game kind of like pokemon Right. But if they score online, you would get, you know, maybe 150 XP online. But if you do it in squad battles, you know, you get 50. Right. Oh, yeah. Something like that. That is how it should be. And it just drives me nuts that like we're never going to get that, bro. It is never going to be. We're that. Not it is get, always. I, I've come to that. So that's why, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, with this this new like hot champ structure for uh, player rewards, I'm happy about it because i have zero confidence that we're going to get any of the things that we actually want in the next two to three years and by the time we do we're probably you and i might be doing different things with our lives right it's so one of those things you have to accept in life you're not always going to get what you want and this isn't an ea nhl thing by the way no it's an ea um, thing i yeah ea is all about adding economies as opposed to simplifying them so in MLB, which is by far the best ultimate team mode that, that is out in sports gaming, has one economy, and that is coins, stubs, right? So coins, like you would in that. There, you can buy players. You can, you know, you can 
that look well that's all you do you buy packs with your coins you buy coins with real money and then you can take that those coins and buy stuff and buy packs like that's how you buy packs there isn't like buy points and then do it but even if you take away spending money like you upgrade cards via, you can do it via coins but it is such a disadvantage to you to do that that like you're just grinding to get collectibles we're just always going to have these stupid collectible systems and it's just never going to improve which makes me a little sad and you know i've been getting so into mlb and i'm going to be really focusing on mlb my goal this year i'm going to make this i'm going to speak it into existence is to become a, a, a mlb game changer i think it's a sds partner i think it's what they're called that is yeah. my goal this year um i spent the last two years of mlb learning the ropes last year i really understood from start to finish the game and how it works and the market and all that and i'm really excited to make content for it this year much like i do with nhl not that nhl is going to stop it's just that's because the game is just so much more fun in terms of like a, a, a team building aspect like i love you know like the ability if i score 100 goals with connor mcdavid that he goes up and like that's a flex as opposed to just like here's the arbitrary i clicked i got enough players that i don't care this about this is and just a common theme throughout ea sports games madden it's, has it's... 15 different like currencies like it's awful. Madden, Madden is the worst sports game that's ever been made. Yes, it uh, is, give it me is. NFL Blitz, give me whatever. I don't care what game it is. Madden's the worst sports game ever made right now. Uh, yeah, I think it. I would agree. It is so, it is so sickening. Confusing. Pay to win, and yeah, every year. I mean, that's football as a in general. No, no, though, dude. Right? Here's the thing. Every year, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna try to get back in the Madden. I I get the free game through the EA Sports Game Changer program. I don't even pay money for Madden. I still feel ripped off. I try to play Ultimate Team. Like you said, there's a ton of different currencies. It's so confusing. Like, you need it's, a PhD just to even play the damn game. And it is a very difficult game. There's a big learning curve to Madden. Um, because, like, if you don't understand zone defenses or what man-to-man -man looks like and how you beat a cover two, it's like... Yeah, but sleeves, all those things are broken with the AI in the game. Like, they well, don't yeah, work. Well, yeah, but, like, there's, no way, there's no way in-game to learn about that stuff. No, no, there's not. And that's... Right, those that things don't work. Difficult. No. Yeah. Well, what's, um, uh, what's no, we the next We have a good topic? segue here because yeah. you had this uh, tweet earlier that I wanted to talk about for a little bit. This is my favorite topic, right? You tweeted out, and it got a lot of traction... Uh, I'm not sure there's ever been an NHL video game. I'm reading it right now. I'm not sure if there's ever been an NHL video game in which you can dictate play, control the puck, put great chances on the goalie, and lose. Has anyone else had the 10-minute TOA lose by one with an opponent? Was pushes... You had some typos in here. Has anybody had as many games where you've had 10 minutes time on attack and your opponents had three and you lose by a goal in it more than in NHL 22? I can't read this grammar, Sleeve. This is a terrible grammar by you. But yeah, anyway, a lot of luck based you're saying in NHL 22, right? I So what I mean by it is if you watch my streams, for anyone that's listening to this, watch my streams, uh, everyone knows that this year, or at least uh, people like that have watched me, I have struggled more in this game than any other NHL game. And again, the meme of me being bad is fine. I'll probably beat on most people that say I'm bad. But like, I cannot figure out myself. I can teach people. I like, I can watch someone's gameplay and be like, this is what you're like, you know, like, this is what you're doing. And I think that's because I've watched so much esports. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and all of my friends, like you, like my best friends in this community are the best in the world, essentially. And I'd like pick their brain about like what strategies work and things like that. Um, and I understand the game really well, but for whatever reason, there is something that I'm not grasping. And um, the amount of games that I will win where I am significantly controlling the play is is getting to the point where it's sickening to me. Like, 
uh, first of all, I think it's mental, like where I just assume I'm going to lose if I can't score. A lot of it, uh, people will be like, team, time on attack means nothing. Um, you know, you're just circling in the corner looking for a backdoor pass. I don't think that's it either because a lot of the times I'm remembering the videos that you have put out about behind the net and those passing plays, um, point shots. Like, I cannot find a way to, like, break through in a lot of those games where I should win. And I don't think time on attack is the end-all, be-all stat. What I think it does show is that your opponent has a significant inability to actually get the puck and defend you well um, to get it back. And if you can control the play that much, it is just you have that much more opportunity to score. And if you're out shooting your opponent as well as like tripling their time on attack, again, shot the shot uh, stat is very misleading a lot of the time because obviously you give a backdoor one timer up. Uh, that that is you know that, that can be worth way more than ten shots. Yeah, just point just, shots. Yeah, you know what that, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I understand that, but. It, I am someone we've mentioned this on the podcast about how I about being self-aware and like when I lose or when you're bad, or you're not doing you're, you know, it's your fault. And I just cannot for the life of me figure out how I've become this much worse at NHL than I have from like last year where I was a one win away from making GWC the one top one twenty eight. I just cannot figure it out. And the only thing that I've come back to now is that this game is significantly more sim-based than all other NHLs that we've had in the last 20 years. I think this is the most, the closest to real hockey that we'll probably ever get. In, well, I mean, not ever. I don't want to say ever, but we've ever gotten, I think. Yeah. And now I know people are going to roll their eyes or already typing and smashing a keyword about, this isn't real hockey. Let's compare it to like <laughs> what it was. Like, let's compare this game to the old games. Like the pass and passes, passes actually get intercepted. Like they do, like they didn't in 21, yeah. where every pass, because the pass intercept model was turned off, there's no more half spin to get speed like there was in NHL 19. You can use smaller players for speed, unlike NHL 20, where everyone had to be six foot three. So, and then not to mention the stick in physics. I, what, I, what I come back to is something that happens a lot when the developers and stuff are shown EA, uh, EASHL clips where it's like, how is the player wide open and a backdoor one-timer or backdoor shot, and it's a, you know, it's a sniper build with 99, 95 shooting, why does that miss? And something that has been publicly stated is that there is a, you know, in hockey, there's a human error factor. Sometimes they just miss, right? And I hate that in a video game. And I feel like in this game specifically, it happens a lot where the randomness that happens in hockey happens in the video game. And I hate it in a video game because it's in, in franchise mode or squad battles. Sure, you want to mimic it. But if you are trying to play the game online competitively and you want to win, I don't want as much randomness as there appears to be in this game. Thoughts? So I think um, I think every single year we've gotten a little bit more on the luck side. That's just because the game's gotten more realistic, right? It still doesn't stop people like me or Gren or I'm putting myself in that, you know. But like, you know, those people are still going to win like 95% of the games, right? Um, but I think what you're seeing now is the same thing that's happened in Madden the last three years. And it's not even the sim-based thing. It's the abilities this year are ruining some of that. So uh, I forget what year X-Factors were introduced in Madden, but it uh, might have been Madden 18 or 19. Um, but there was one, it was like uh, arm bar or something where like players oh, would dude, just like stiff okay. arm people, right? Yeah. So yeah. like you had this thing where it's like if you played good defense and, and you tackled somebody, right? 
uh, you, you'd probably make the tackle, right, if you had, like, three people around them. But because there was that X factor, like, Ezekiel Elliott would break, like, three tackles in one play. So now in this game, um, especially if you're playing against, like, maybe somebody that you're, you're a Division One player sleeps. Let's say you're playing against a Division Three player. You're going to outchance this player, let's say, three to one. Let's say you have three back doors. He only has one. You have post to post. It's four points to activate. Almost every single person I play against online has gold post to post activated. It's a it 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 just diminishes the skill gap in the game whenever these goalies I think just have such a huge impact on a game, um, and it's at such a minimal cost, right? So even if you're outchancing an opponent, the sh the goals aren't just going to go in, right? Because they're just going to slide over perfectly every time. You have that. You have the fact that uh, defensive X factors are so cheap to activate, right? Every team has at least two defensemen with gold shutdown activated. So now you have a more defensive game. Already defense is easy to play, so there's less chances overall. The skill gap's diminished, in my opinion. Um, and you just have more, like, there's so many games where I play. I win a game by one goal. This was a game last year, maybe I win by three or four goals. Um, so whenever you, somebody in your situation where maybe you're not outchancing somebody as much as I would, you're going to have more of those random results, I think. Yeah. I don't know, if, I don't know if you agree that abilities kind of ruined that, but I, I, do. I don't really think about them too much because I think that I have abilities as well. So I think it evens out yeah. in the wash, but I, I think it does add to the, the randomness. I find that, or I think that one of the, the, the biggest impacts on this game is the fact that there is very little ability to create time and space because the stick in physics was added and the stick being an extra layer. Um, it impacts the game much differently than it did in the past. So like in the past, maybe your stick, like if you run into somebody, their stick goes through your body. Okay. Whereas now if their stick hits your stick, it's going to knock the puck loose. So like you have to stay away from people, yeah. um, which, which makes it much more difficult, which does promote the quick passing plays. Which is good. I think that that's good for the game. But the problem is you have the pass-intercept models turned back on. And, and you have guys uh, with the 99 defensive awareness. You have that, but then you also have the, the passing just doesn't work half the time. Not it's, due to it being more difficult. It just locks on to the wrong person, right? The, it, the it, amount it of times I want to pass from the point, but I'm trying to aim my one-timer, and I just send it out of the zone. Like, I... I, I <sighs> I wonder if I want passing to be what it was. And I like that at the beginning of the year, it did promote a skill gap. Like, if it made it much more difficult, right? But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just complaining just to complain because I'm losing. And a lot of that is is what it is. Like, you I, know I, what I, mean? think, I think that could be it because, like, I'm having an okay time with the game, like, right now. And I'm winning a lot. This is the best I've played all year. You came to my stream today uh, while I had one of the worst breaks I've ever had in NHL. Um, and it's the stick physics are almost broken, right? Like I had an L1 where I was kneeling down and the puck went through my guy. And it didn't I don't go know. through your guy, it went right through the legs. Like, no, 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 no. It went, it went through the legs, but it went through his gloves and stick. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. It went through his gloves and stick. Up at, so I, I think there is a point of the stick where it becomes the same sh like model. Like okay. you know how like the stick is a separate layer? I think it's like from the sh like the the where the bottom hand is down would be my guess. I don't like, know. I don't know all if the I know, full stick all is. All I know is I wanted to run through like a wall and not in like a great like I'm hyped up yeah. way more of like I just yeah. want to break things. I yeah, don't know. It, and but like, I, I you're just, talking about the uh, the stick physics though. Yeah. 
there's a lot of times throughout the game where like you're going for a loose puck and your stick's caught on like a guy behind you and you can't pick it up and the other team gets it and then it's like a you know two on one for them those situations happen too much too I also think that like as as a game goes along in hockey like an ultimate team mode game it's the gameplay significantly changes and i think that a lot of people they don't realize that they don't people don't realize that the game is not built to have everyone over 90 overall attributes because that makes it far different than what it was at launch and i think nhl might be the worst game with max attributes among sports games it's not like when ben ross and the gameplay side is developing the game like they don't I think do it they're for really hype. looking at like world of chell and like versus ratings you know and yeah. it's really tuned around world of chell like people don't realize that that's the number one mode in this game that's what they care about i think bro it and hurts me so much how much the more they care about world of chell and it, it's fine i think it's a great mode i don't I enjoy do I, it i don't enjoy I, watching it but like it's a great mode it's fun to play if i had more yeah, time I, I, this is just selfish because like i'm you know what i mean like i, I would play world of chell as a if business wise if it held up but the 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 player base it is played by so much more than than what hockey ultimate team is played but nobody wants to watch it casually why do you think that is so i i saw that and i actually i didn't write that down but i saw your tweet about that you had mentioned so yeah, like, I, I tweeted out the bring, other day yeah, yeah talk yeah. about it I, I tweeted out, guys, that, like, you know, it, it frustrates... Again, this is uh, peeling back the curtain of a full-time content creator's like, right? So I, I'm a business. My stream and my YouTube channel is a business. I have to... You know, there are things that I do and the, and the stuff that I cover. There is a reason for it, and that's because, well, it, like, it's a business, whatever's successful for me. If I were to stop playing Hockey Ultimate Team, I'm, I'm averaging 420 viewers a stream, I think, from since the start of the new year. Nice. If I were to switch... Yes. <laughs> I'm blessed. I am blessed. Like, <laughs> no, I, you I know meant what the I mean? 420 like, number if I was, like, 12 oh years old. Oh, my God. Okay. Terrible. All right. Well, okay. So, if I were to switch out to EASHL and just playing with my buddies and trying to grind for, like, Division 1 or whatever that is and leveling up my guy, I would probably drop to about 200 which is what i usually get if i play a different game that isn't nhl so like about my core audience that watches me just for me yeah and i simply can't maintain the level of growth and income by playing that because it it just that would be me going backwards right like there's lots of days where i don't want to play rivals dude i'm sick of playing the same cycle that we've had since nhl 19 like i'm actually so sick of it like i think that a game changers bro like there's a reason why bacon country is bacon country and the guys just leave because after a certain while you're there long enough and it's just like was he a game changer I'm, I think, well, I mean, like, he, he was just gave guy. up on the game. Yeah, he, he gave did. up on the game, right? And it's like, I don't want to say everything's the same, but it's like, you know, the, I want, everyone wants the game to be far better, including the developers. They do what they can. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't want the game to be worse. Like, that's just asinine to think. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's their job. They want it to be better. The, the better it does, the better they, they, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but it's just like, so hockey ultimate team is what i have to play and it just for anyone that thinks that eashl doesn't get nearly as much love as hut is just it either blind or ignorant I'm sorry it gets it, way dude, more dude if you go they back a and, new interface every year every year if you were to go back from 18 and ha- the changes that are done in the in nhl look at the significant changes done in the game year over year from eashl compared to to hut and it you guys would be like oh my god wow you yeah. know, like you would stop the. They only but, care but about nobody it watches it though. Besides, but like no the, one watches it. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, it's only because they're playing it, and it's just like, like why? It, it, that's got to be. It's the complete opposite of MLB because MLB is 
100% driven by its ultimate team mode. And it is basically given up on its other modes. Like franchise mode in MLB is barren, like completely ignored. Yeah, they don't get any upgrades. They and they don't the care about mode, it. Yeah. And they don't care about it. But all yeah. of their resources are in Diamond Dynasty. And it is an incredible mode. And it's got full of engagement. Their social media is hype. Like everyone is on point to it. But in HUT or in NHL, because EASHL is so popular, you know, their small team has to set aside developer resources to improve the game year over year in ESHL because that is how they that's their big money maker that's their big engagement that's where it all goes and HUD is just like nah but like their best they're not their best that's very poor choice of words their their biggest creators are almost all hockey ultimate team Nasher is transcendent of of NHL he I is don't, I don't include him he's he is a hockey yeah. he is a hockey content creator and my, on he's on barstool he's on one TNT, of my closest like, buddies now in the community like I I you know I talked to Andrew quite a bit he is awesome but in terms of like the EA NHL video game creators like there's a lot of great ones that just play ESHL but their ceiling on Twitch and on YouTube is just it, it, unfortunately it's just it's there there's a significant ceiling and you have to play hut like when i started content creating i didn't even want like hut i didn't play hut until nhl 18 uh, i remember or when you started because we were on the same eashl team yeah dude, I, all i did what was, was play versus called? it was just oh uh home records home record i just played versus like that was yeah. all i did and then i was like okay i'm gonna stream and make youtube content um and if you go back and look at my channel in the early days it's like how-to videos in versus but it parlays obviously very well for hut yeah. and then it was like oh my god everyone you know everyone cares about cards and what the new cards are and then i just like turned it into that and now it's all i can play because it's yeah. the time i have so much time in a day so you know it's just frustrating that was a rant but uh i, I just i i don't i don't want to say i don't trust but like i don't have faith that we will see significant improvements to hut it, until at least cross when cross console comes and it's funny because cross console i think fixes a lot of problems with the matchmaking um and you know being able to actually find games that doesn't fix the problem in hut that just allows them to create the things that fix or that 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 need to go in hut because yeah. it allows them to make new modes because they can't make new modes because the player base is so small and they can't fracture off the community because they have to all be driven to one place which is rivals but yep. once there's cross console, that's gone because the community is big enough on Xbox and PlayStation to actually support multiple modes. Then we can get a draft champs mode. Maybe then we can get comp seasons. We can get online. Like all of that, the potential comes back. Do I know? Do I you know think that they would actually develop more modes? I don't even know. But yeah. So anyways, I, I did have a thought though on uh, mm -hmm. uh, maybe the reasoning why, and it's more of like the one on one interaction. Uh, I think you get whenever somebody's playing like HUD or something. Uh, because like if, if I was playing like EASHL, I'm streaming with five other people. I'm focused on like the team, like communicating with the team. There's probably less interaction with the chat, right? There's not that one-on-one. -on -one. Oh. And then somebody brought up the counterpoint where it's like, well, people watch like battle Royale streamers and stuff, but that's I, how I, I saw it in, in, in the NHL world. What I think is the, so I think more people play EASHL than they play one V one. Okay. That's fine but they can't relate exactly to what it is. So if I play right defense and people want to watch me, let's pretend I'm, I'm, you know, every creator is the exact same personality is the exact same. Take that out of the equation, right? I think that 
if you're playing right defense, right, people watch you play HUT, the better players play HUT because they want to see what they're doing to get better. They want their info, their tips, what cards are they using, all that kind of stuff. If I'm playing right defense, they see my build, but it's like, what if you play center? You know, they're not watching you, you know, you know what I mean? Like, they're not getting that same level of, whereas I'm using all of these cards that you can obtain, multiple of them, and yeah. I have, I'm on the exact same, I'm doing the exact same thing that everyone else is doing. I, I don't know. I, I, I have no idea why the the ultimate team mode gets that much more engagement than EA. Do you think it's an oversaturation too? So like hot, you can play at any time, right? For the people that do stream like World of Chow, ESHL, usually it's in that like nine to twelve time slot because that's the only time that like the tournaments or the leagues happen. And if you go at on night, like directory, yeah, at nighttime, right? So if you go on the directory, there's a hundred streams going on where it's For like LG. LG Anaheim Ducks against the Red Wings. Who the hell is this person? Why would I want to watch it, right? Or even the tournaments, there's always a lot of tournaments and, like, the gameplay going on. Who are these people? Why do I want to watch them? I'll tell you this. EASHL Esports, when there is something on the line, as someone who has covered pretty much every esports event for the last three years, I love watching Sixes when there is uh, when there is something on the line because every goal and every movement and everything is, like, this tense, like, moment Whereas, like in ones, I, I don't get that as much. But. I don't. In, so I, I grew. I grew up like, or I grew up right because I was young. Whenever I did it, I started with like ESHL and like I loved that first in NHL. Yep. I don't find the gameplay as fun to watch. Maybe maybe it's because I do play one v one now, and I'm probably gonna get like 50 hate messages because of that. Uh, I do find six is a little bit more boring now because it is more low scoring. And I think it might be because their overalls are lower. That that that's probably it too. Yeah. Um, but might it's just like, be that. Yeah, it could be that. I don't know. I don't want to get like 50 hate. I, I love sixes. Uh, yeah. Um, anything else you wanted to add to that? Because we had no, some dude. good questions to move forward to. Yeah, lay it on. Um, so we had EA Hawk asked a question. And if oh. EA Hawk asks a question on Reddit, I'm going to answer, answer that first, right? So I get a couple, right? So question for this week. Rate my riddle skills. Would love to keep doing stuff like that. So I think I think he does that more with you. With that seeing eye one and stuff, what do you think? Does he have Dude, good okay, skills? I wish I could remember it word for word. So he came into my stream. Again, he's the EA content developer, so he's the one in charge of releasing the new master set players, all that. And he comes into a lot of our streams, not just mine, Henrique's, Rashes. He's all over the place. I think he comes in yours as well. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, he came up with a riddle, and I, I, God, I wish I could remember it, but it, like, alluded to, like, it alluded to the, uh, the, the Olympics, and we all loved it, so I, I appreciate the fact that, um, he interacts with the community, and it, it, it's kind of annoying, and I can get why people would be like, well, he just does it in sleeves his stream, or, or any big-time streamer stream. in the mind. I don't consider myself a big-time streamer. I think you are, dude. You're over 100 viewers is, is a... It's funny, because, like, you know, maybe in the grand scheme of things, like, if, if me and Henrique or Thrash are pulling a couple hundred, and you only pull 100... A hundred on Twitch, no matter the game, is top zero point one percent. So okay, well, I guess uh, I always have that view of myself, but yeah, yeah, I think that is just what happens because Twitch is just meant to like make you compete in a mm -hmm. sense. So like, it, which is the why Twitch is oh, one of the worst terrible, platforms. Yeah, it's an awful platform, but um yeah. So like, I love the fact that he's interacting with the community. He understands the game very well, um you know, and I think that's why. You know, we don't see defensemen that are six six with the ability to get the ninety four speed. We will eventually because it's it's hot and you have to go up. 
which is why we talk about size so much. But he understands it. And, you know, smaller goaltenders are now viable because of post-to-post, but maybe that's what's ruining the game. Uh, Nuge mentioned viable. it, so shout out to Nuge. And I, I actually don't mind post-to-post being in the game. I think that it helps. Again, you would never use a six-foot-three goaltender. Just make it more points. I'm sorry, yep. EA, EA. I, We talked about we this. We need this. We need, we need the AP rebalancing. Come on now. It's funny because, okay, again, uh, maybe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... Pull back the curtains a little bit. Someone posted in the in the game changer Discord about like what the AP limit, what the AP costs were, and I did copy pasted yeah. mine, and I changed, yeah, and I I gave mine, and yeah, I made gold post to post ten or eight. I made shutdown six for gold shutdown. Um, I made like elite edges four. Um, and some of the ones that are like ten, make like clo- gold like uh, close quarters. Part of me thinks that maybe that's the most overpowered one because they think that it's ten. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like they thought it was tens. In sixes, it's very overpowered, right? Yeah. I think I read, like, that's the meta. But that's Um, why, because everyone shoots for pads. Yeah, I don't know uh, how many... I don't know the cards, at least, that have gold close quarters and and hut. I don't see too many of them. No, but it's ten. And there's no way that you can justify making ten. Even wheels... Yeah, you probably you, you leave got, that at 10. You got it's tricky at six points, and I'm I'm sorry. There's only two situations where you can use that: the between the legs. Wait, I, I I put it at six. No, 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 not you. Oh, I'm I, sorry, put that at, I put that at one. I put that yeah. in my in mind. I was like, make that game, one. But the game has it at six. You can only use it the between the leg shot, and then the, like that suit, like you know. But you pull it back. Yeah, and what you are shoot. we doing with that? Who is it using that? Even, it doesn't even impact the Michigan for some reason. Yeah, like it, it just it definitely needs rebalance. But the problem is they can't do it now because they, ha- they, they no. say they can't so so junior pens brought up this counterpoint it's like i made these untradeable cards under the assumption that shutdown cost too but what's the difference between that and like a patch happening where like let's say they put out a gameplay patch where big players were just slower and it rebalanced between big and small players right so all of a sudden you're like i made all these untradeable cards that are big now it's not as effective you, you could say the same thing for anything that would impact the I, game I, I disagree with that because there's no way that big players will ever be completely useless I, I they, just, they're the less effective. It. The game needs it. The game needs. I, the, I, I agree. Don't care. I agree. I, don't I care. think that. Or you know what? Save it all. Just turn off the abilities for GWC. I think that's what's gonna. Happen. I know it won't. I have no idea, man. I yeah. Have no idea. Uh, so EA Hawk did have his uh, second part of that. We just went on for five minutes about some uh, real question though. What are your favorite parts of being a content creator? Can imagine it's a grind, but what keeps the two of you going aside from it being a full time job for sleeves? So you get first sleeves. Uh, besides it being a full-time job like what is the thing i like about it yeah what 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 are your favorite parts like at the core of it like i i turned what i enjoy doing as a hobby into like a living that Mm -hmm. was that's more lucrative than what was i think the i wake up and i never have the ugh i gotta go to work um which i think is what everyone in life should try to do once um you know the whole shoot your shot thing I quit my job um, at a time where I made at most a thousand dollars a month. I basically made enough where I did not put us in the red between me and my wife. I made enough, so it's not like I was making an exceptional amount of money and I just slid on over. We also don't have kids, and that takes a whole other. You know, you have to take responsibility of where you are at in life. The younger you are, um, you you have a much easier time doing it. Um, but my favorite part is. I mean, yeah, like, I, I mean, 
hanging out with chat like i like I, everyone asked me like yo like how do you play nhl all the time like if you actually watch one of my streams i play three games in three hours and the mm-hmm. rest of it is me just shooting the shit with chat because that it's like it's like three or four hundred homies like that i love when chat is just buzzing regardless of getting subs or not just like when it's buzzing i'm i'm in i'm I, it's the reason why i started streaming and then like the hitting go live on a video and refreshing and seeing the views like that i, I maybe it's because i'm a numbers guy that like i love i love the entrepreneurship behind it i think and yeah, networking you, yeah you hit on a few of the things um i think for me because i'm not full-time uh i like it as a hobby right so like no matter what i've been competing in this game for like 13 14 years now um and how i grew up right so like i remember going on like madden forums like subscribing to certain things like ebooks and there wasn't that in nhl right so like i think uh not to toot my own horn i think i have the best like strategy stuff for nhl from that highly competitive player i don't think there's another uh player on my level that's doing that type of stuff so i take pride in that um you mentioned like the chat right so like today i I won a game in overtime uh and like there's like 100 people in there people are hyped like i'm i'm like i don't show emotion too much but like i'm like i'm hyped too whenever that happens that's a ton of fun you mentioned the number thing um i don't you know obviously i'm not as big as you on youtube but like i posted like the easiest way to beat the skill zone on nhl 22 video i remember getting 100 views and being like let's go I, i got like 200 views in like the first hour and that was the best i've done in the first hour i remember being excited like refreshing and seeing that um it's i think no matter what you have to love it as a hobby and i think we both do so that's you know i think there's a lot of people that think that doing this job is like what they would love um i'm gonna again i'm gonna speak to people that are full-time real quick uh there is a lot of people that attempt to do this or think they want to do this full-time and don't realize that when they actually have to do what they have to do to make this a full-time thing you might not like it like you might not like you might not be okay with making two youtube videos a day streaming three or four hours every single day the constant anxiety of being like uh did i do i go and make more content like it never really stops it's like i i miss the nine to five sometimes of my career before i left to do this because at five shut off done your responsibilities are done whereas five o'clock comes now i now have to make the content video that for the new content that just came out and then it's like okay i go upstairs and i'm hanging on my weapon i'm like man do i gotta make another t- should i make another tiktok i gotta go record the podcast <laughs> and it's you're like, always thinking about stuff i'm assuming yeah like it too, never yeah. and like that that is part of the fun but like it, it, the it, it's it's a lot more anxiety than people think and it's very difficult like the amount of people that told me i would never be able to do this like i remember them sleeves i bro, remember I whenever like, you yeah, said like, that there were a lot of jokes and stuff I went so into I'm so glad that you did, you know. I went into streaming NHL not because I wanted to stream NHL, but I was like I want to become a full-time streamer. And I started my YouTube channel because I knew that I I've researched enough and was like this is how you get the most amount of eyes on you and then you drive them to your Twitch channel. So I slowly grew my youtube channel i made one video a week for the for the first year and then my youtube channel became bigger than my twitch channel and then finally in nhl 20 they all kind of it all kind of just slammed together and i got like my you know my i hit my my height or i'm at right now and um it took me five years i I just realized that like january 1st my posted my first video and streamed nhl for the first time january 1st 2017 so it's been five years now it took me of making content basically at least every other day for five years 
So it's it's not you know not easy. Yeah. But no, you're one of my favorite stories on there because I because I've talked to you on here for like five years now. Yeah. Almost right. I met you very early. You did. You did. And I remember um, you. I remember whenever your Twitch was like starting to grow, you'd have like 70, 80 viewers and stuff before you went to work. Yeah. And you just put in so much effort. Like you were doing that like three or four hours stream in the morning. Then you were Go going to work, to work eight hours and a you're day. like going to do it. And I love seeing the dedication and it's just awesome to see. Dude. I was a robot during that, bro. It was bad. It was probably exhausting, but it's like it is inspiring for, you know, a lot of people. Um, and it, it's great to see like somebody like, you know, set their mind. And, you know, I'm going to do this thing, you know, not to to, not to make your ego bigger than it already is. But uh, I love your story, Sleeves. I appreciate that, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Uh, All right. So we have some other questions. Let's see. It's a longer episode today because we like you. Yeah, exactly. Right. So we're like an hour already. But uh, I I like the questions this week and I didn't want to ignore some. (laughs) It was like the Boba dude is the 10 minute Boba Fett thing that that put us back in the skill gap. And then uh, we went on rants. There was no episode. Listen, I have if you guys are ever in Pittsburgh, Hitchhiker Brewery, I have a Hitchhiker beer right now. I'm enjoying myself. I was about to say it looked like a Guinness where you're eating dinner out of that glass. It's delicious. Um, I don't know how it is the. uh, Chocoloco, Mexican chocolate uh, stout with pan dolce, oh. whatever that is. Bro, you don't mix chocolate and alcohol. I'm not a big guy. I'm not, not big on that. All right, so let's see. I'm going to go to the top here. Um, Texas Southpaw. He loves the ideas of flex cards. So here's one of my pitches, milestones. When completing a major milestone, for example, 500 sets, instead of getting a jumbo <laughs> NHL player's pack, you get a choice of Tell me you didn't 80... play NHL 19 without telling me you didn't play NHL 19. <laughs> you get a choice of an 86 overall milestones player. Uh, with a milestone card art. Then after you complete two major milestones like Team Builder, you trade in two of those 86 overalls to 189. Then two 94s, 198 overall. The stipulation are, excuse me, burping. Uh, there are more milestone objectives to accommodate for offliners and onliners. After a few set completions, you get the green check mark, meaning you only get 198 overall choice pack. EA controls when the next tiers slash upgrade sets are released. Um, this is so that the milestone cards don't get ahead of like McDavid, Gretzky, Lemieux, etc but they're not irrelevant and trailing behind like most icons with more tier- tiers there. I can't talk right now. Uh, Dude, it's one beer chat and that's it. He's done. Dude, it's like nine, 10%, man. Uh, it's been a long, it's been a long day. I don't sleep <laughs> on the weekends cause I wake up the stream early and oh, then do God. whatever Dude, else. To take advantage of all the dads out there trying to play their champs games. Dude, I had some tough games this weekend. So I was so hoping I was going to go 20 and 0 because I played like, good players this weekend i was like sleaze i played good players this weekend what are you gonna say this weekend um so in nhl 21 you had to log in for 200 days just to get billy smith in your 96 overall choice pack so this idea takes the luck out but allows you to enjoy players throughout the year and christmas players aren't locked to waiting 200 days either anyway love the podcast so we get so many things that i'm like this is a great idea this makes the game better it's not going to happen. <laughs> Bro, yeah, dude, this is another thing that's in the game just to say it's in the game. The milestones like, that are... Dude, milestones... Okay, so everyone, if you don't remember NHL 19, maybe even 20. No, I think it was 19. It was you every... Was 19? No, every 19 was every month that you got one, right? But anyways, there was a time where milestones got you a card. So if you scored 2,000 goals... You got Mike Gartner's 96 or whatever it was, right? The problem it was, was is that... Yeah, it was 19, yeah. The problem with that was that everyone kind of ended up with the same team. 
which I agree much like because in NHL 20, I think was the monthly one where it was like every month you got one. If you cashed in the monthly collectibles, you got the same icon. You remember that? I am losing track of years. I do yeah, remember it's that. One of the I games. just wasn't it's, sure. It's, yeah, yeah it's, I wasn't it, sure. Yeah. So like it was like, you know, Bobby Clark or whatever. If you logged in enough and cashed in enough monthly collectibles, you got Bobby Clark. And the problem was that by like the three months into the game, everyone has the same like top six. Um, I think that it, I just hate packs, bro. I want a guaranteed reward. I'm just Guys, so for exhausted, full transparency, bro. by the way, uh, and I have no problem saying this. Whenever we were testing the game early on, whenever the game came out, I voiced my uh, agitation, uh, anger. I don't think it was anger with the fact that the milestones haven't changed at all. Um, and they're also less rewarding. We get untradeable packs now. At least last year, whenever you got gold collectibles, it was like a set coin value you got. Right. So if you got yeah. you got nine collectibles, I think nine gold collectibles for winning 500 online games. That's four hundred fifty thousand in in coin value, right? Because they were like fifty k each. This yep. year you get like an ultimate pack. I said these things. I I I am with you guys on this. Uh, I think this needs to change. Uh, you, this you is a great idea. The trend with NHL that is so disturbing is that every time there's an innovation, okay. So let's say Hut Rush is an innovation. An innovation means whether they've introduced something new or changed it dramatically and improved upon what was in there. And while you guys might not like Hut Rush, if you were to take Hut Rush out of the game right now, it is legitimately the exact same game since NHL 19. So Hut Rush was an improvement to the game. Yeah. As was, you know, getting cards for the milestones, right? Just like X Factors are. The problem is, is that every time EA does one of these things, they're like, ah, we're good for a couple of years with this thing. <laughs> and it's like, they're just like, they put their feet back and they're like, what's the next thing we can yeah, add? You know, game? it's funny. They're like me at work. Once I send out a report yeah. or something, I'm good for a couple yeah. hours time. To- <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and like they they create good things, but then just never expand on that one thing. And it just eventually goes long enough where they're like, OK, we got to either get rid of this or or which is what they usually do, like online seasons, like draft champs. They're just like, ah. We'll get rid of it. Well, you know, in three years, we'll be like, it's back. And like, that's the new, like, you yeah. know, like that's the new feature that is on the back of the box. And it's just like, I, Milestones is the same thing. Like, I bet <laughs> nothing changes next year. Milestones is a great addition to the game. I remember the year, I, I remember it coming back in or being put into the game. And it's like, sweet, Gardner for 2,000 goals. I'm going to grind that 2,000 goals. Sick. And then it's like, <laughs> Ah, a couple years goes by. This is awesome. Nah, we're good. We're going to make it so you just get collectibles or a choice pack. And then it's like, ah, we'll just give them a jumbo elite. We're good. It's like, there's no, there's no, there's no innovation to it. There's it's nothing. Just, there's it nothing. just gets right. Dude, dude, single player, dude, single player <laughs> challenges, bro, are the most in the game to say they're in the game thing. That they're, I like, always forget to complain about them because dude, I've never touched them. Dude, yo, let me, let me spend 18 hours of the most mind-numbingly boring thing to get 87,500 coins. Sure. But if you remove it, then it's like, oh, you can't, at least you can say we have it in the game. 
Because it, in a list, it's like, well, you can play squad battles, you can play rivals, you can do hut rush, you can do offline challenges, right? But like, and that's just one less thing that you can say you do, even though it's awful and it hasn't been changed in years. Dude, it is. I made a video in NHL 18 about here is the most effective way to earn coins doing single offline challenges. It is the exact same amount you of coins. Just republish it. It, it, it is. I could literally do that, and it is the exact same value. It, 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 and it's just what's gonna have with milestones it just gets worse and worse and worse like x factors in the upgrade system bro it's just that's what it's gonna be like that's what it's gonna be it, it's just it's, i am glad i enjoy the competing aspect of this because if i played the game for the mode itself i think i don't i don't think i'd be playing the game side note before we go to the next question because what? this is just a two-hour podcast okay do you think if GWC was, we've said this before, if it was not a thing, does Hut lose everything? And here's the thing, it can't because there's so many, there's only so few people that actually make GWC. It would. No, here's why though, because I remember before GWC, right? Like I've been yeah. around for a long time. Before GWC, there were like the Hut Lords that they were good in Hut, but they weren't good players, right? The Hut, so they're, like, yeah, they're called, yeah, they're called Hut Heroes. The, the Hut Heroes, right? Hut Lords, Hut Heroes. Um, so NHL 19 came around, right? And then it was introduced like, hey, NHL 19, we're going to play GWC through Hut. So I didn't have a Hut team. I remember playing on my buddy's account. His name is Reege. And I remember it was the first time I had played Hut in a long time. And I went online. I did like a comp season. Uh, I was using like his terrible team like it was like a probably now it'd be like a, a d7 team right like it was there are other teams way better than me I remember matching up with like hazy hype I believe and like somebody else I went 14 Yo, word, word I to destroyed, Shan. destroyed word, these guys okay word to Pat Shan the hut hero before you guys the more the versus guys I remember came. him so I went 14 I got ranked number one the first time I played this, right? Because, like, there are people like Gren wasn't playing, Regs wasn't playing, Junior Penn started to play because he probably had some insider information. But, like, the good players weren't playing in Hut. So, like, I would get messages like, oh, who the hell are you? Like, what are you doing? Or whatever, right? So before there were these top players in there, it was, like, the Hut heroes. So the Gren, Regs, etc., they wouldn't be streaming Hut on Twitch at night, whatever, um, I think it would go back to that time where there aren't as many views on it on the Twitch directory. Not as many people are playing <laughs> the the whales, right? So like you got Nip and Biscuit spending three k a year. On, God, dude, he's on, paying uh, salaries. He's Ben Ross's vacation to Disney or wherever he's going or whatever they get. Nip and funded that. Nip and funded that. Grant funded a little bit of it. Me and you funded a little. We we paid oh, for like. Dude, we I've covered a month's beers, salary you know? for a few people. Yeah, but but like a lot of the people that play like hot for GWC are the big spenders. Like I play against like that Jared guy that plays. The only thing the only thing I think about though is that MLB is the war. While it's the best ultimate team mode, it is the worst esports game. But it's the best ultimate team mode, and it's fun True. for people to grind, right? Like I have a friend that doesn't even play online on on MLB. He doesn't even watch baseball. He plays Diamond Dynasty for the offline grind, and he plays it while he like works and stuff because he works from home. And it's just a this good, makes me good sad. Game. Yeah. So. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what your you know what hot beat. It'd be what it is right now. GWC is not like it's driving the engagement on Twitch and YouTube. It drives the competitive aspect because there's no leaderboards, which is another yeah. thing. They're like, ah, we don't need those. But but it's not making EA make the mode any better. So yeah. Um, I selfishly just want Hut to be so good. 
Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> to the next question here from Lunger15, all right? Mm -hmm. So this week, I, and I really like this question because I've, I've messaged the devs quite a bit about this. Um, this week was my first time ever completing all 37 squad battles games. I can now appreciate the frustration of getting a perfect score and watching people jump you on the leaderboard with the use of replays. I think a simple solution to the RNG-based rewards would be to simply add a cost of, say, 50 points to replays. There will still be RNG across players with fewer or no replays, but at least they will get all the higher tier rewards over somebody that plays 60 games and gets lucky. Thoughts? Is this something that EA could implement now, or would it have to be revamped next release? It's something that they could implement. Yeah. Um, why, why is there a ranking? If you go 37 games in squad battles, first of all, like prayers to you. Because if you can actually do that, God, man, uh, you, you're a better man than I. But if you go 37 games against Superstar AI and you get the maximum amount of points, you deserve number one. Why are we leaving it to RNG? It should be a flat point, much like Rivals. Why are we competing against other people when it's not really fair because it's based on points and how you do if i beat you two to one and get less points because hazy hype glitched the matchmaking thing played some div seven you know andy and won five nothing his win is more impressive to ea's ranking system than me beating you two to one which is just absolutely asinine however in squad battles bro if you max it out like why why is it not just like hey if you get 37 and you went perfect rank one that is the ultimate diamond super powered level yeah that's what it should be that's what yeah. it should be it should not be it should, it should not have any thing like that it, it's just it's like ugh, whatever uh i had some thoughts to make squad battles more fun for myself at least because i'll never play it um i did get ranked number one in squad battles this year I had all the right game. enough enough I, I had the game on a monday you're lucky i made content you're lucky the, I'm making YouTube videos. Sleeves and Thrash that had the game early were making content. I played Squad Battles. The played season ended. The season, I, I got the game like three hours before the season ended. I played like two games. I got the number one rank rewards. I got 100,000 coins. So I am a former number one squad battler. Let me add that to my resume. I was number one in 20. Wow. Or 21. I did the same thing you did. Yeah, it's, it's a great idea. Um, I would like to see like a, a a faster squad battles mode where it's like, you're competing on maybe a leaderboard or something for who can get the most goals in one game um, and get rewards on that sort of like, uh, and it's just like I said earlier in the episode, how I grew up, right? Like I remember playing the like Xbox live arcade games okay. where you would play like those offline games and you can, you know, like get a high score or whatever. That would be fun. Even if it's like, Oh, who can glitch the computer? Here, but it, it doesn't matter. It, it's fun. Here's the thing, bro. It is an <sighs> offline mode, correct? It's an offline mode. Why are they ranking it as if it's online? Uh, there's a lot of offline games that have rankings online, like like high scores and stuff. Why? Because uh, it's fun to compete against. Like racing games have like where you do time trials. Have yeah, it online. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is still come on now, sleeves. I, I still okay. I guess it's a different genre. Like, but like I, I don't know. Maybe the in this instance it should be like, did you get your max points? You get the max rewards. I'm watching Louie because he streams it and he does the refresh and he's like, God, I hope I get a good reroll. And it's like. God, is that like... Is that fun? Is that how you want to spend your life? Probably not. They need to fix this. They won't. They won't. <laughs> It'll be the exact same next year. Anyways. Yeah, uh, so that was that. Maze asked, um, loving the podcast. Uh, he was also sick, so he ended up watching... Uh, he said watch the old NHL videos. Um, but anyway, how would you guys feel for a best of five instead of a best of three for the GWC finals? 
Um, I think anything, if you increase the total games without going like overboard, anytime you increase like a best of whatever, you decrease variance, right? So best of five is better than a best of of three. uh, As someone who does as a job, like casting, seven is too much. Um, I just agree because with you. that's it's at least 20 minutes a game you have to average about 30 minutes because there's like a they got to reset the game all that so you're you're looking at you know seven it will six would be what three hours um so like no shot like that's just too much five is what it should be yeah but again it's a broadcast so you you, you know even even five is quite a bit because you've got like a pregame and all yeah, that five's a lot uh as long as it's not best of one i'm good you know? Yeah, it just can't be best of one. It, it even I mean, even double a limb. It, but I think best best of three is you know the best best of three single limb is the is the probably the best way, up until a point. Yeah, uh, large ank asked, and this is a completely off topic question. Uh, he has four of them or three questions. At your funeral, what song would you play? What would you have everybody eat, and what would you write on your gravestone? Okay, this is one that needs some thought here. I'm like a traditionalist. It's pretty easy for me. Um, All right, what is so it? my 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 uh, my dad's side of my family was born in Scotland. Like my grandmother, and my dad were both born in Dunglow, Scotland. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, my dad was very young when like he came back here, um, or when they moved over here. Um, but like, uh, so like my when my grandmother passed away, uh, like Amazing Grace on the bagpipes, which is I remember us talking most- about that. Yeah devastating sound you will ever hear so i that is what i would like at my funeral um it's just amazing it's amazingly emotional like it's sad but like i love the sound of it if you haven't if you don't know what it sounds like everyone knows an amazing great sounds like go listen to what it sounds like on bagpipes it is it hits hard uh in terms of food it's like what would they serve my wedding i mean like i've been or my funeral funeral. i've been to i've been to a lot of funerals and like i don't remember getting served food yeah i mean no (laughs) you you go to the reception yeah Yeah, the reception like you know like pizza you know i don't want people to have to go through like a gourmet meal like just you know get a good slice of i'm a big pizza hut guy i grew up on pizza hut because my my dad was a criminal accountant for the company that owns pizza hut like I, i ate pizza hut as a kid for just way too much and um, it's deliciously you know, good it's just stupid expensive is the issue um which is like the biggest issue of it but it is worth it in my opinion i think it's the best fast food pe- fast food pizza that you can get yeah um and then what was the last part of that? what would you write on your gravestone um that's that's, that's a hard fortune one. favors the bold okay matt damon <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you see that commercial yeah did you see that <laughs> Oh, yeah. sponsored by bitcoin <laughs> as long as they set your wife up with like some bitcoin i'm assuming you're gonna die before she does so you yeah. know a little payoff yeah um at my funeral what song would you play i have no idea this is such a crazy i i i've thought about my funeral before right uh, men men live unhealthier lives than their wives it's just a fact we're dumber uh i eat worse than her she works out way more than me um so i'm probably gonna die first uh, I want people to have fun at my funeral. I want to be fun. Yeah, it needs yeah. to be fun. I love. Listen, open is, bar would be more than better than any food that I could offer. Yeah, open bar. This is very specific. If there's anybody that listens to this podcast or our listeners, I would I would probably play a Mountain Goat song at my funeral. A lot of people don't listen to them. Very niche band. Uh, I'd probably play a Mountain Goat song. Not not sure which one, but you know, uh, what would everybody eat? Uh, fried chicken sandwiches. Um, you know. I love okay. fried chicken sandwiches. Okay. What would be written on my gravestone? 
something spiteful. Uh, I don't like the Catholic Church. Uh, you know, something spiteful. I'm going Fair out in a, in, a, in a blaze of glory. Fair so, enough. yeah, yeah. Very specific here. This was a very off the wall question, wasn't it, Sleeves? Dude, it was. It was such. I like it though. Yeah. Then there's uh, there's some questions here that are very like. Very in depth. Um, but somebody did mention to me, uh, I think in your Discord uh, earlier. And then there's a question here: Any tips for adjusting strats on the fly during a game? Somebody uh, wanted. Somebody had some things related to that, and like when would you do it? Um, stuff like that. Okay, so um, if you get if you are giving up the same goal, uh, that is when you need to change your strategies. The easiest one uh, that I take notice of is how they break the puck out of the zone. If they carry the puck out of the zone with one player or make one pass and they take that player through the neutral zone, you need to switch to the one four. If they pass the puck repeatedly through the from their zone into the neutral zone into your zone, you need to use the one two two red. Um, and you need to watch a video and learn how to actually use those two and what they look like and how to use them effectively. You can go to Sleeveless Gaming uh, on YouTube. And uh, the other one is I will give my man Kesso credit. If you are unable to score and you are finding that you are being forced to the outside because someone does not want to challenge you in a quote unquote skill zone, you switch to overload and just start firing for pads for the backdoor rebound. You just answered Those, my yeah. You just answered the question. What I was going to say too. In the defensive zone, if someone oh got okay, if if I see one more person that I play in a game, this has happened three or four times this week from two idiots that either stream snipe me or I've just had the luck of playing against. If I see someone come in and I play someone and they sit behind my net in the corner and they only force a pass. And I'm not talking like, you know, like they skate around a bunch and then that's the one. I mean, they will only be in the corner and their only move is to fire it, try to go back door tap in. And you get mad that I take my centerman and I sit him in the crease and you come into my chat and tell me I'm skill zoning. You're an idiot because you're just skill zoning. Like that yeah. is the skill zoning <laughs> of offense. Yeah. If you have no creativity and your only way is to go around in a circle and fire it back door, and you get upset that I force you to do literally anything else because it is the easiest thing to maneuver. All you've got to do is pass it around a bunch, and eventually, skill zoning is, is null and void. But, man, I am stunned by the amount... Dude, I played a kid that probably gets 16 or 17 wins every week in Hut Champs, and he's a very good player because he played decently offensively. He scored two goals on me immediately, and they were the exact same way, and he would not move any other way. I spent the rest of the game close net or collapsing protect net and i swear to god i did not move my player off the goal line like he was literally in my goalie and i did not move and he skated around the corner he got mad eventually he'd force a pass he'd turn it over and then i'd go the other way and i ended up winning and the kate came into my chat and just lost his mind that i'm a skill zoning loser and i'm like bro i, I don't skill zone on the regular but yeah. if you're only doing one thing and the skill zone is meant like putting your centerman in front of the goaltender it is meant to stop one play and if that is your only play like that's my, that's on you not me anyways yeah sorry. here's the thing whenever you do that right like let's let's say he would have adjusted right let's say he passes to the point the first few times he does that you're not going to chase him at the point he can skate in for a slap shot and there's a screen on the goalie mm -hmm. you are literally like, screening your goaltender oh 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 that brought up another thing are deflections broken in the game now they like don't work. So the new the, D to D one timers do. 
So the, the patch that came out last week allegedly didn't touch deflections. And I asked, I, I asked people, I've only seen one. I saw my first <sighs> deflection goal in about 40 games. Prior, I was seeing them like every two games. Dude, when they release a patch, I have such a hard time um, not being like they broke the game because a lot of it is like there is a hard focus. Mo- when you're when you're playing hockey ultimate team, the progression is so slow. But eventually, like if you went and played, Oct- if the game was exactly the same, you went from October's team to a February team. The game is far different. Like if you were to go and play one next to the other. Right. Yeah. But if you're it's like losing weight. Like, you're not seeing it every single day, right? But then eventually there's a point where you're like, oh, my gene size went down. Then you look in the mirror and you're like, all right, I kind of see it a little bit, well, right? it's also like the old, uh, what's that thing? Uh, do you remember that? Uh, it's like if a ship leaves the dock and every single day you replace one piece of wood on the ship, right? And it arrives like 400 days later at a new location, right? Every single piece of wood has been replaced on the ship, but at no point were they all like replaced at once. Is it a different ship or is it the same ship that left? Right. So like if the gameplay is adjusted and small things are changed, is it the same game now or is it a completely different game? Uh, that, that's what I mean. So like because yeah. there's a patch, it's like now we have a focus point of like something is different. And now we're hard focusing on little plays that have probably been happening for months and we're just not noticing it. Right. Because the problem is when EA does patches like this, they, they do like two things. And then you go to Ben and it's like we didn't touch skating. <laughs> yeah, and I believe him. It's like we did not touch yeah. skating. But it's like everyone can see. And it's like there's a patch that happened this day. Now I'm noticing stuff that's different. But it's been happening. And that's what I think a lot of it happens. But my God, like, dude, I was telling everyone to hold R1 in triangle three weeks ago. I, I told you that didn't work. I won I'm sorry. 15 games in hot chance. That's because you were playing well. I won 15 well. game change. That's okay. because you were playing well. The patch happened, and I'm back to, oh, too, I keep getting disconnects. But, like, I'm back to just being like, I, I could get 14 or 13. Yeah. And I, I can't, what, what, what I found effective with doing it the first time, I'm not finding it at all. It's not causing incidental contact. But I, I, think I do that, notice the, uh, th- whatchamacallit, the deflections just don't happen anymore. I think DDD one-timers do. They, they go in. <sighs> uh, what, you know what I find? When you're walking in from a point or at any point, even on a breakaway, if you look at the goaltender, he is like always one shade to the left or right. Like if you look at the part of the net, the yeah, goal is getting it's you. It's hard to like see that, though, and also see where like the person's defending. But if someone is skill zoning and you have a chance to walk in from the point, have an eye because, it, you know, like you could score very easily with it with a slap shot. I find it goes in more than DDD one timers. But yeah, it, that's... It, it does work well. So like I, I can I had this issue today, right? Like I, uh, I I've had four hot champs now in a row where I either went 20, and 0 or I lost one game and the games I lost were all by one goal. And I'm a perfectionist, right? So I'm thinking like I don't I don't want to lose that one game. So like I'm thinking like going back to the games I lost, it was like a three to two loss or something. Um, and I got into the habit running behind the net, right? Like, and I, maybe my, my plays didn't work or something. Like I have to start scoring from the defense more. So like I'm activating like C and I and like one T again, but I noticed like I had a chance today where I skated in and the goalie was on the right side of the net. I had the whole left side open, but I shot to the right just because like, I was just like thinking like, I'm just going to take the shot to the right for like, I already made up my mind. I think I have to like train myself like in those games to like, I just have to start skating in and shooting, you know, and it's going to work. 
I agree, man. Well, okay, we're at an hour and a half. We got to call. Yeah, we, we did too much, I think. For all life. the homies, I want to know in chat, I want you to type the word banger in my comment section uh, if you actually stayed the full the full time so I can find out who the real ones are. Because um, this is an hour and a half of us just ranting for the most part. Yeah. And I apologize if it's too negative, but man, I am just it's because it's my job like god i want the game to be better because then i want it selfishly i, I get bigger as a creator like you know what i mean but like yeah you know it, it sucks but hey uh next week i am going to florida for the uh, tampa bay lightning esports event we didn't even talk about that i'll be traveling yeah. on fl friday and flying out i'm really excited for my first LAN in pff, two and a half since this one basically two years ago uh, in 2020 right before the pandemic happened um so i'll be back sunday right for the super oh super bowl we're recording on Monday next week. So we are recording on Monday next week because I'm going to yep. be busy that weekend. Yep. Fair enough. All right, guys. Uh, love you. Thank you for watching. And we will see you next time. Peace out, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.